Do all girls think the same? Welcome back to After Our Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-hosts. I'm Sharon. I'm Vicky. I'm Jamala. And in today's episode, we're doing quote unquote a spectrum topic slash episode and we're taking inspiration or we're basically taking um, Jubilee's concept where they basically do these spectrum episodes. For example, it would be like, do all girls think the same? Or, oh, do all teen moms think the same? Stuff like that, where they'll gather these people and then they'll ask certain questions relevant to that topic. While they're filming in person, they'll like move towards the direction that they're going to answer. And so it'll be like, strongly agree, agree, slightly agree, neutral, and then the same thing, but in the disagree section. So we're basically taking their idea to answer do all girls think the same and we asked on instagram for a couple ideas from you guys and we also came up with some on our own so you'll get you'll get the hang of it but that's what we're filming today to see if all women aks3 think the same the first question is girls enjoy the talking phase more than the dating phase what is the talking phase versus the dating phase like the chase versus the actual like official yeah not even official, but exclusive. Exclusive. No, I would say in relationship versus like talking. Like everything before and after. Because exclusive is the same thing as official. No, it's not. Oh my god, I hate that word. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? Okay, you can tie in exclusive and relationship and then talking faces everything before that. I'm disagree. I'm disagree. I'm neutral. I mean, I feel like Sharon always kind of said that you, you like the chase or the chase is really exciting yes I, I i'm also neutral because there are different phases so there's different things that are more exciting in each phase so it's not negating the other it's more so that they're different i disagree because for me i like to do things with the person and i feel like for me to do things with the person we can't get into more of like a dating exclusive cafes and do all these activities and i feel like the chase is it's like fun but it's always too tiring to or I've never really loved the the chase like that. I've always kind of just wanted a, oh, we're interested in each other. Like, let's just try something. Like, I, I don't like that waiting kind of period. Like, that doesn't excite me. It kind of stresses me out of anything. Oh, I'm exactly like that. I, I feel like the only thing that people, or at least I would like semi like from the talking phase is like, oh my gosh, your honeymoon phase. Like, you're totally obsessed with each other and things like that. But I feel like you should ha- almost have that maintained throughout your relationship. Because if you get anything less of that, it doesn't feel right. So I would prefer being comfortable and like obsessed with each other throughout the whole relationship versus just the talking phase. The talking phase sometimes is super exciting because it's the first time you're exploring and building emotions of this person. And it's kind of like that first butterflies, first everything. When they touch you a little bit, you're like, you know, you're like, get butterflies. Or if they do this, it's like your first date, first everything together, where I feel like it's exciting because it's super new. And then obviously in the dating phase, it's new and exciting because you get to do different things as an actual established couple. I think for me, I don't love the talking phase because, yeah, you get like maybe butterflies, but the uncertainty of it, 
like I'm not sure like exactly how you feel or and then it makes me not as confident and I don't quote unquote oh be the best not like best version but like maybe like the version that I want myself to be or I maybe I get more shy versus I like the dating phase or the at least the phase where it's a little bit more exclusive and you kind of know that you guys are like just interested in each other. I feel like that's where I'm more like, I, I could be like more confident about it and be the type of person I want to be. I don't know what I'm saying. I disagree too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I was thinking like honeymoon phase versus, you know, because like purely talking, that means there's a pot- possibility that you don't enter the dating phase. And in that yeah. regard, I don't like the t- talking phase then because it is uncertain or you don't know if it's going to work out. So yeah, scrap everything I said. I disagree too. Okay. Next one. It's okay to go through your significant other's phone without asking them. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. I would disagree. I'm strongly disagree. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I'm strongly disagree. I think it's the without telling them part that gets me. Like, I think it's okay to go through their phone, but like you should tell them first. Like, I feel like what I have done in the past is that we just go through the phone together. Because I feel like I have stuff to hide in my phone. So I'd be like, oh, you can, but like, just don't look at these things. Yeah, it's more so the privacy aspect. Like, if there's something that you're sus about and you're trying to trying to find it out like i would just gauge how they treat the conversation like be honest with me about blah blah blah. and then if they're being sus then i don't even think you need to go through their phone you just know and more so for me it's not like you shouldn't go through my phone because i'm doing sus things but like you shouldn't go through my phone because i don't know like some pictures or like not not like that like some pictures or like my conversations with you guys it's not like we say anything Mm. bad or anything it's just it's it's exclusive to it's what we talk about. Like, why do you need to know what we're talking about? You know what I'm saying? Wait, quick follow-up. Not really a statement or anything. Have you guys gone through your SO's phone, like, with their permission? Yes. Or have they gone through your phone with your permission? I don't ask. He just shows me everything. If he wants to show me a message, he'll, like, open Messenger and blah, blah, blah. And I'm That's just so like, oh, interesting. Okay. Or, like, his camera his camera album. He'll just, like, he'll be like, do you want to see my squats today? And he'll open his album and I see everything. I'm like... I wouldn't do that, but thank you for trusting me or not caring. I feel like that's what I would do. Like, I would just go through it together with a person. See, like, no, but like, you you know that TikTok trend of like, you should never go through a girl's notes app? 100%. I feel like my notes app mine. is, yeah, don't go through my notes app. No, that was literally what I was thinking when I was like, well, you can go through everything, but don't go through my notes. But then I lock everything on my notes, so it's fine oh. if you do. They can definitely go through my notes. I have nothing important on there. Nah, I'd be putting my deepest, darkest secrets up in there. Or even photos. Sometimes I, like, screenshot some stupid-ass shit. And, like, I don't want to explain it. Like, I screenshotted someone's soft launch because I thought it was cute. So, like, (laughs) I mean, I guess I could explain. But, like, you know, stuff like that. Okay, next question is, it's, or next statement is, it's an ick if a guy doesn't pay on the first date. I, I disagree. I disagree, too. Actually, I strongly disagree. I agree. <laughs> the reason I disagree is because if after the first day, I don't see a second day with this person, I don't owe them anything. So I will always, well, one, I'll always offer to pay. And for the most part, guys agree to pay. But if it's a guy that I don't really see a second date with or whatever, I kind I try to be insistent on like paying for it or at least for my portion because I just want to feel like I owe them anything. But if they're still like really insistent on like paying for it, then you know I, I let them do their thing. But so I don't think it's an ick if they don't pay on the first date. Yeah, I don't even think it's an ick if they don't offer. It's only an ick if they're like you're paying. Then I'd be like the fuck. Even if they go like oh fifty fifty, I'd be totally fine with that. 
I think I stand by the mindset of whoever initiates that date should offer to pay the tab, but then I would always ask to 50-50 because I never really initiate the first date because I'm a little bitch. But like if the man did and we go on that date, I would offer to 50-50. Even if I know there was a second date, I just like the first couple of dates, I don't like making the man pay for everything because I think it's so expensive. Okay, I might be reading between the lines here, but I agree if whoever's the one initiating the date should at least offer to pay. And it'll be nice if the guy's like, okay, fine, but I got the second one. Or maybe if it's not a good date, then I don't expect anything from you. Like, I'll do it myself. So then I feel like I would expect that from the man if he's initiating the first date. And if he does, like I'm fine with offering. On the first date, regardless, I'll be like, can we do half-half or like I'll get dessert or something, right? I don't want to owe him either. But I would feel weird if he, if he was the one that was just like, do you want to split the bill? Has that happened to you guys where the guy was like, do you want to split? Yeah, like it hasn't happened. I heard about it. I wouldn't be upset in the mindset of like, oh my God, like money, is he being stingy? I'd be like, oh, he doesn't want a second date. Like if he's asking to split, that's what I'd be more concerned about. And then if there was a second date, then I'd be like, oh, sure. I'll continue offering to split the bill. Especially in this economy, like it's so expensive to like go on so many dates and like expect the man to pay for everything i think that's kind of unfair you don't have to go on a first date that requires that no but i i think in general like anywhere that you eat especially in the bay like baseline is you're spending 50 dollars. i guess you would take someone to mcdonald's but that's when i would start judging you about our first date at mcdonald's but like i think any restaurant that you go to for a nice setting like it's 50 dollars regardless and that's so much money for someone who's like going on multiple first dates like that's a lot of money unless they're well off if they're well off then you know they they could (laughs) they could definitely even then i think that's when my like i don't want to owe you anything kicks in because i would try to put myself in their point of in their shoes where i'm just like i get that i initiated and i get that whatever but paying 50 dollars for like the chance of this going somewhere every single time is so much money sharon looks like she has it's not about the money it's not about like oh ew that he's not offering to pay on the first date he must not have a good job or he's not doing well it's not about that i think it's just more about like principles almost of like if you're prioritizing dating right now in your life then like you're in a i don't, I don't know i think maybe it's like first of all i don't see myself going on that many dates well it will like break a like a, it'll like rip a hole in my wallet First mm-hmm. of all, so that means I'm only going in on limited amounts of dates based off the conversation or my interest or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. not that big of a detriment to what I have. So I, if I'm a man or if me as myself, if I'm initiating the dates, like I'm totally fine with paying for it. So if someone's like not comfortable or like doesn't initiate, maybe it's almost rude, but like maybe you shouldn't be prioritizing going on that many dates or that maybe that just means you're going on so many dates that now at this point you don't want to pay for some of them. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's going with the mindset that like the guy must pay for everything, right? Like that's what you're saying is like no matter what, the guy has to pay that first date bill. Not necessarily. I think it's more of like the it's at the end of the day and they just sit there or like, oh, I, if I I'm like, OK, mean. I'll get it. And they're like, OK, I feel like there needs to be some sort of like, no, I could get this oh, girl, one, but you can get dessert or oh, that's so nice of you. Maybe it's like the Asian gesture where like people fight for the bill. Like I need. I don't want you to just be like, okay, cool, you'll pay for it. I don't think I'll ever be like, oh, I got it. 
bottom line is I'll always be like 50-50. Anything less than that, I would be a Nick. First date, I always 50-50 no matter what. Even if the guy is like damn near insistent on it, I would 50-50 it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also think yeah. if a girl goes into the first date and like just like doesn't say anything about the bill, that's like kind of like meh too. So it goes yeah. both ways. It's, it's all about like initiating and then I would always 50-50 it. It's also about your intention. Maybe if you're not in a good position to, I don't know, spend that much money, you could walk into the first date being like, can we do this instead or, you know. That's true. You can just go grab coffee together as a first date. Do. This is a little bit off topic, but I've heard recently from someone that the best first dates or they always default to coffee as a first date because it's the least, was it one of you guys that said, it's the least commitment versus I feel like my first dates are always dinner. And you're like, but dinner is such a big commitment. Like, that's a few hours coffee. I never thought of it like that. I mean, I think it's also so much easier to do dinner because there's opportunities of silence that you can have. Like, you're eating, you're ordering, yeah. you can think. Versus a coffee is like, you sit there and you talk the whole thing. I'll say that's more intimate. Minutes. Yeah. The next statement is, I prefer dating a guy who is less active on social media. No, I have the answer. I think I do too. I think I'm going to disagree. I'm neutral. I think I'm slightly agree. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm literally thinking as like a TikTok Gen Zero. I'm like, you don't understand the weird shit that I say. You must think I'm insane. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just pretty neutral. I don't really care if you're really active or really inactive. But if you're really active talking to other people, then obviously that's that's a red flag. Oh, I'm just yeah, talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. regular, like you just tend to be more active on like TikTok or you just scroll through reels or, you know, posts. I think I'm like good with that. I don't really care if they're like super active or inactive. Are we defining active as in like they're on the app or they're actively like posting and like doing things active? I'm categorizing it as Both. together. Oh. Straight up, I think someone who's super active on, uh, actually, never mind. Like a normal, Chiro's mm. <laughs> <laughs> about to say something so controversial. <laughs> like a normal human being, not an influencer. Like a normal man, just like being super active on social media. They're like postings. I think it's fucking weird. Sorry. That's- I I it always depends on the post. <laughs> I think there is a way of posting often on social media that doesn't come off as tacky. I'm neutral. I don't care how active or inactive you are. You telling me if your man was like oh my god, today I had a bad day and they post a 10 story story and you're like, mm, that's fine. Not a Nick. <laughs> Let's just say, oh, first of all, I don't think people really do that. They do. Or I don't know people I like have that. seen it. Okay, secondly, my best example is like, like he's pretty active. I would say he's really active on social media. Like he posts a lot. He posts a lot of stories. That, that's fine by me. Oh, see, I think that's completely fine. Yeah. Maybe it just depends on who it is. Maybe it's what they post that concerns me. Because if you're posting about your like fun life, I want to see all of it. Like post more. But if you're posting about cars, reposting models, what mm. else? Stocks. Like, <laughs> bruh, unless you like a stock influencer, I really don't give a shit. Yeah, I feel like I don't really care unless it's it's like super out of the ordinary like i feel like just cars and stuff i'm like that's that's what they like yeah i think i speak from the perspective that knowing stereotyping these type of people who post like that are people that i don't get along with not because every girl wouldn't like that but personally like from meeting people who only post about cars meeting people who like and repost a bunch of like skimpy models that are like hot and stuff or like 
posting only about stocks, if I met you face to face and I tried to engage in a conversation with you, more than likely I would be very pissed off at you. I'm like slightly agree because I appreciate you like living more so of a quiet life. Like you don't feel the need to be posting everything and maybe you're not super up to date with like all the trends. Like you, you're minding your business in your own world and like being active out and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, I guess, a, a, a preference that you like. It's like some people, it's not that they feel the need they need to post on social media. They just enjoy posting on social media. It really is about what type of content because your yeah. social media reflects who you are as a person. And I can tell from someone's social media post whether they're trying to please people or they're doing it for themselves. So then I judge them based off of that. That's why I agree. Like, I would like you to have a social media presence, especially if you're a stranger. Like, that's how I gauge who you are as a person. Because if I can't, like, stalk who you are, who you're friends with, that leaves more room for you to kill me. And that's not okay. That does happen, you guys. That's, like, the number one rule. I'm sure it does. I mean, yeah, it does. I like the precaution. Unless you're, like, a mutual friend. Even then, that's fucking scary. Next statement, I'm okay if my significant other likes hot celebrities slash hot models pictures. And this includes liking pictures, following them, just overall engaging with their posts. Slightly disagree? I am slightly agree. I think I strongly disagree. Mm, interesting. Like, I, I just think it's weird, especially more so like if you're dating someone and I think it's because I lack the context of like why they follow them and like why they like their stuff and I'm strictly coming from my perspective of like I only follow people who are a part of my life and somehow and if they're celebrities it's because I like them for like who they are or like what they do for me like for example like BTS right like I follow all of them because you know why I like them right versus if you can tell me why you follow each one of those models and what they do for you and why you connect with them sure I think it's just more like some people just follow people to follow people. Like a lot of people just do that versus I'm maybe more so selective with like who I follow and what kind of content I want to be consuming. So I, I think it's just weird, especially if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Like what what are they providing for you? I think I changed my answer. Yeah. Okay. I didn't – I was thinking like celebrities, Kylie Jenner, like that type of – I didn't even think about Instagram models because like I think that's a problem because – because ugh, I, I hate saying it because I don't want to like slut shame or anything, but like their whole brand is to be hot. If my boyfriend likes that, like that is weird. I think that is extremely weird if that's all they follow. I'm just like, why are you liking like only bikini pics? Like, why aren't you? There's other stuff. Like, do you know anything about this girl? Like, why are you so obsessed with her? I think also celebrities is like, oh, dude, we know for a fact you can never get this person. So we're like, oh, you know, is is not like a threat or whatever. But let's just say an Instagram model or someone who is not a celebrity status is kind of like, oh, it feels more closer to us, you know? And not even that. I feel like a lot of celebrities don't just post like sexy pictures right they post yeah. their life they post like their kids whatever is going on with their life versus like there's models who literally only post sexy pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. and if that's the yeah. type of content you like like i'm not like that i don't fit in that picture so if that's what you like then we're not meant we're not good yeah. for each other okay i guess like for example i follow some male influencers because i think they're like cute and stuff that's not their only like their content is like sure they have the face card but they're making outfit videos or they're they're making 
food videos, that's different. If it's just their face and body that they're promoting constantly and you follow them, I, I think that's kind of weird too. I'm talking people who I've seen follow just like straight up, like sh you could call them Instagram models or whatever, that purely their content is like their body. Okay, now we'll go into some of the ones that you guys shared or yes, sent back on our Instagram. The first statement from you guys is, friendship breakups hurt more than romantic breakups i think i'm neutral i'm neutral too damn i just strongly agree oh i think it's because you've never had a like super serious and you've never had like a traumatizing breakup that's probably why i put neutral because one i've never experienced a friendship breakup and two like breaking up with quote-unquote breaking up with average like just friends i feel like is comparable to maybe breaking up with a previous ex that you knew long term it wasn't going to work out versus if we were to break up and then if uh, me and my current boyfriend were to break up like those would be extreme skills so like i think i'm everything just boils down to neutrality at that point yeah in my current state i can't imagine having a friendship breakup with you guys versus having a friendship breakup with a guy like the guy yeah i could just move on from it yeah i was thinking in the point of view like sharon like the aftermath like if I didn't have this friendship anymore versus like previous relationships like both I would be not in a good place so then I would see them both as the same thing I'm just thinking of my past breakups I'm like yeah like kind of hurt like and then you move on you're like oh I could like maybe find a guy but I'm like dude friends are so hard to come by you know it's not like we just have each other as friends like we have other people that we meet as friends but I can't imagine that being able to get that close to them like, I can't imagine if we, like, stop being friends, I could get as close as to someone else. So I feel like that will always hurt me more than breaking up with a guy because I feel like I could, oh, there's always a next guy. There's always a potential for a next guy. But maybe that's my point of view because I haven't, like, had a serious relationship in a while. So I, right now, I obviously value our friendship way more than a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine. If you're asking me to be like, oh, if we were to break up right now, us three, versus if you were to break up right now with him, which one would hurt more? I don't think I could answer that. It's like, who would you save? Us two or him? <laughs> well, save me because I don't know how to swim. And you guys both know how to swim. I like how you immediately thought we were drowning. Yeah. <laughs> so the next statement is, I think it's better to work on or heal yourself first before getting into a romantic relationship. I feel like we all have the same answer. I don't think we do. Agree? Strongly agree? But I'd say slightly agree. I, I would say I'm strongly agree, but the thing that I feel like I'm starting to learn is there's certain things that you can't heal or learn about yourself until you get into a relationship. There's certain things like how to communicate with a partner. You'll never learn that until you get into a relationship or like how to adjust your love languages to accommodate for someone else, like compromising. It, you, you can't learn everything by yourself. Yeah, I still strongly agree. I feel like what I learned from you guys is applic applicable to my relationship. Uh, I guess it depends what you're working on before getting into a relationship. But like, I there are things I need to work on, but I'm in a relationship. Maybe in Jam's case, it's like sometimes you don't know how, like maybe you'll, if you're in a bad mood, it's easy to snap at somebody. Like that's, I would arguably say that's something you can need to work on or like will work on. But that doesn't mean you should absolutely fix it before committing to like your next person. You know what I'm saying? Like you can work through that with them too. Okay, sorry. I think I view that statement like, yeah, there's things that I could work on while through my relationship. Like, I don't have to be like 100% me before I go into it. But I still believe that all the things that I need to work on, I could work on it myself and in a relationship. Like it's not a, I need the relationship to work on it. 
Right. But the question was, you should work on these things before getting into a relationship, basically. Like, you should have that figured out before you get into a relationship. I feel like I still strongly agree. So the next statement is, I am okay with my boyfriend watching P-O-R-N, just, just so we don't get flagged, without me, like when I'm not there. I agree. I agree. I strongly agree. Do what you want, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I had a guy once say, which I really admire, was like, he would do it, but he sets himself a limit because he thinks he knows that once you watch too much, it changes your view on sex. And I'm like, I really respect that. I like it. Really? Yeah, it does. I think that's like a study where if someone watches way too much PORN, it like fucks with their head when it comes to actual sex life. It sets a very unhealthy standard. Because it's not real. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, okay, follow up. Would you guys find it weird if he offered to watch it with you? No. No. I think okay. that's hot. <laughs> yeah, like, let's watch it together. <laughs> oh, have you done it before? Yeah, because I'm just like, I'm yeah. curious what you watch. <laughs> and then they're no. like, oh, I'm curious what you watch. <laughs> Wait, follow up. Does it bother you what type of content or who they're watching? I kind of don't wanna know. Okay, if they're watching some weird, things then i think that's what, like a red flag Bjorn. huh <laughs> like fuzzies furry oh, i forgot furries furries yeah like if they're watching some weird ass like super out of this world kind of thing then i'm like i'm good like let's just end it here like you know? <laughs> yeah maybe i'm thinking more so who they're watching than what they're watching because i will argue that i'm not watching p-o-r-n for the male gaze like i like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you guys agree? You watch, you you watch and you envision yourself as the girl, not the guy. Right, and I don't get pleasure looking at some man's fucking... I, I honestly skip yeah. over all of it. Yeah, right? It's more pleasure seeing the girl get pleasured, right? So it's... Mm-hmm. But does that sound bad for me? Like, am I objectifying a woman? Anyway, so then what if they're watching, like some hot ass girl you know what i'm saying no i feel like that's the 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 purpose of prn is like you want the hottest girl in that video because that's what attracts men to watch it so like i don't mind that they're watching that it'd be weird if they start following them on instagram and stuff you know (laughs) i'd be like (laughs) oh hold it (laughs) maybe i'm thinking like guys watch them because they're hot versus i watch it because i'm imagining it being done to me yeah 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 yeah. so i wonder if maybe they're just envisioning it being done to them rather than like oh i'm fucking this hot girl all right that's a good question you should ask that (laughs) when men watch actually for the audience too like as a man watching prn are you watching it in the point of view of you doing that to someone and you experiencing mm-hmm. it or you're like oh my god she's so hot and like i want that her the specific person to do it to me yeah yeah i think it's i want the specific person to do it to me i don't think so i think it's the latter the other one that means we're saying that the men are capable of imagining themselves fucking this pr and star right <laughs> are they that imaginative i don't know in that context probably <laughs> You know, I feel like guys like more realistic stuff. Where for girls, there's maybe like a little bit more like imagination or at least from the guys that I've talked to. Yeah, maybe to them, it's just all the same. Um, I think I should pay the same rent as my boyfriend, even though our salaries are different. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree too. (laughs) Because some people would argue like, 
why would you get a, a space beyond your means? It's not even about that, though. Let's say your budget is 1.5. That means, like, let's say you get a 3K, abar- uh, 3K apartment bedroom between you and your boyfriend. That means it's within your budget, so you can equally do 1.5, 1.5. But if your boyfriend makes more or less than you, then it should be distributed evenly or distributed based off your salary. No? Mm. What if it's within your budget? Would you spill it in half or would you make the boyfriend pay more? If he's making more than me, I think we should do it based off how much we're getting paid. Even though it's within your budget. Yeah. And you, if you want to do a yearly recap of like what your bonus was and stuff and adjust that based off inflation and shit, then by means, all means do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. That's tough. Oh, you don't agree? Let's say like I make less than my boyfriend and he wants to live in a like nicer place above my budget then i'd be like well we're gonna do our salary and the differences and then you're gonna pay that extra obviously but if it's within my budget i don't think i would be like let's do that difference i'd pay that my budget me too what i'm saying is the maximum i can do is 1.5 if you want to go above that then we'll start calculating the differences and you're making up for it but if we're like we met that budget and i still want to do the calculations then i don't think i would yeah like basically i would just be like my budget is 1.5 and i'll pay Mm. 1.5 no matter if you make more or or less than me and if we go to an apartment where it's 50 50 okay great i'll pay my 1.5 but if you want to go to an apartment where it's above my budget but you're okay with like you paying more for it then yeah you could pay that interesting i guess that's a good way to compromise like this is my cap you're trying to live better you pay the rest Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay fair yeah next statement i think astrology matters for compatibility kind of agree <laughs> i'm strongly disagree. like neutral like slightly agree strongly disagree i think i'm strongly disagree oh shit am i crazy <laughs> i feel like i would need to see all the couples that didn't work out and there has to be a direct correlation to them like their horoscopes like not matching up other than that then i i, I don't think there's a uh, yeah. okay how about vicky you define by wh- why you slightly agree when they start going into the nitty-gritty stuff i'm like there's no way you can get that from astrology but i think there is a very general perception and like the very tree hugging part of me is just like when you look at people born in certain months matching their characteristics obviously there's differences based on how you're like grown and stuff but there's certain things that kind of match up in my head that i'm like "Mm, i don't think i would get along with these certain types of people not saying that like i'm characterizing their entire thing but there's some sort of compatibility like every taurus that i've met in my life i fucking loved every virgo that i've met in my life i fucking loved and there's certain gemini's where i'm like i'm gonna fucking fight you and there's other gemini's where i'm like we get along there's differences but we get along you know maybe it's my experience and like i kind of get into it sometimes so then like i think there's a compatibility there but would i bound my whole relationship around that no that's why i'm like i slightly agree i think there are patterns that i've seen but i'm not gonna like risk my whole relationship off of it as much as i don't want to sound like a psychopath every new endeavor that i've had in relationship world i check our horoscope just to be curious okay see i kind of do believe that of like maybe there was a lack of compatibility based off your astrology that's why you guys didn't work out sure but i'm also positive that there are in- incompatible couples who are who make it right so like i can't yeah. base that solely off of astrology that's why i would be kind of like more on the disagree side but do i believe in astrology 
and like spirituality regarding planets and shit like that yeah i do yeah i, I kind of take everything with a grain of salt but i also like grew up with this like astrology was never something that i caught on based off the hype like ever since i was a kid every new year's like there's people who read astrology signs in eastern culture and my mom would tell me so like there's a part of me that like spiritually i believe in that because i grew up with that and like i i value that kind of foundation because so much of eastern culture is based off of the time you were born things yeah. that like aligned in the sky for you and stuff like that so i believe in that jam's like this is foo-foo shit for me <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> it never fails to surprise me how non-spiritual jam is yeah same i feel like it's i don't know spirituality is based on a belief right but it's it's like science almost yeah yeah there's so many things in this world like, that are left un explained like if you can believe that we're on a floating rock with gravity and in an outer space i feel like that that that's kind of a wild concept where you you know you don't see it but you feel things i don't know or some things are just unexplained like you know like how how people dream or how those dreams work i'm like well that it is what it is i don't need an explanation for it well that was a fun little game of where we fly on the spectrum (laughs) yeah that's a good little game of what girls think and the different perspectives that we have um we'll link the jubilee video down in the box if anyone is interested in actually seeing how it works instead of how chaotic we did it let us know what you think on some of these opinions that's all for this episode we'll see you guys in the next one bye